Hey, what's up guys? Real quick, I've been working really hard to amplify my social media presence recently, and recently just started diving into Instagram, which has actually been a ton of fun. It's a cool platform for connecting with y'all in just a more personal way. So if you, we aren't already connected on Instagram, let's change that. You can find me at the Anthony Vecino. So go, go connect. Let's do it. All right, let's get to the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about one of the coolest psychological principles that we can start using in our lives to improve all sorts of things like our memory, our ability to uh, retain information. We can use it to overcome procrastination to get into the flow state more quickly. Like This is a really powerful psychological principle called the Zygarnik effect which is a really weird, funky word, but effectively, here's how it works. Um, the Zygarnik effect occurs when you're interrupted in the middle of a task. So you're not able to complete that task. And as a result, what happens is your brain creates an open cognitive loop, which you might have heard me talk about before. Now, the problem with open cognitive loops is that they consume energy, you know, running in the back of your mind. It's like having tabs open on your computer browser. When you're not on that tab, it's still consuming bits of the, the computer's overall bandwidth, right? And as you start to stack up these, these tabs, these mental, um, <laughs> mental sucks, then your, your overall cognitive load starts to become bogged down. And you start to struggle with things like memory, with retention, with procrastination, all these things, right? Now, the the open cognitive loop is important in the sense that your brain does it, like the Zygarnik effect. It, it occurs because your brain recognizes that you don't want to forget the thing that you are working on. And also your brain, your subconscious mind is working in the background for to create solutions or resolutions to what you are doing. So we can leverage this with intent. And that's the really important thing here to recognize is that most of us, you know, we we fall prey to the Zygarnik effect, which is somebody comes into the office, they interrupt us in the middle of a task, or the phone goes off, we get a we get a notification, we for whatever reason interrupt ourselves and decide that we're just going to open up our email, go to social media just for a second, just to check in, just to see what's out there, right? And the next thing you know, because we're in the middle of this task, your brain is still revolving around it, but you're no longer working on it. And again, if you stack up these, these uh, mental tabs, we'll call them, then eventually it's going to bog down your system, right? And more importantly, you're really just not making progress anymore, any longer on that thing that you were working on. Like you might be subconsciously um, ideating on it, but if you didn't leave that task with intention to come back to it at a different time, then the Zygarnik effect is going to be running amok with you. And so that's where we often find ourselves um, in relation to this, this really cool psychological principle. However, we can turn the tables. We can use this, this phenomenon with, uh, with intention. And it's actually something that I did um, when I started writing science fiction and fantasy novels. So like writing books is very, very hard because every day you have to sit down and stare at the blank page and start generating ideas out of nowhere. And that can be very, very difficult. A lot of writers will tell you that the hardest part or the scariest part is staring at a blank page. And I took a note, I think it was out of Hemingway's book, where out of his writing protocol, where he would talk about how he would just stop writing in the middle of a sentence. Like his, his daily writing session, he would show up every day at the same time and he would do his writing, but he would always make sure that he ends in the middle of a sentence, not at the end of a paragraph, not at the end of a chapter, but in the middle of a sentence. And I always thought that was 
weird, but then when I started implementing it, it became very obvious very quickly why he would do this. And it's because when you stop in the middle of a sentence, your brain cannot let it go. Like it it is just ideating constantly is perseverating on that sentence. It wants to close the cognitive loop. It wants to reach resolution. And until you come back to the table the next day, it is going to just continue circling on it, which is good as a writer, because if you intend to come back the next day writing, like you want your brain to continue working. And then when you sit down to start writing, you have all these ideas for how to finish it. And now you're, you're excited to dive into, to complete that sentence. Even if it's not a, an, uh, a scene, let's say that your brain is fixated on for the, the the whole day, you know, leading up to the writing, it is still easier to sit down and start writing when all you have to do is complete the sentence that you were in, because you can just, you just read for context. Like, Oh, Joey was saying, what was he saying? Finish out what he was saying. And then next thing you know, you have momentum. And that's really the most important thing to have when it comes to writing or really with most cognitively demanding tasks is traction. It's forward momentum. And so ending in the middle of a sentence is a really powerful way to do that. And we can utilize this not just in writing, but in all tasks. If we can find a, a, a cutting off point and not an intuitive one, right? Like our minds love the idea of uh, completing things, getting to the end of a paragraph, getting to the end of a chapter. But the problem with that then is when you get to the end of the chapter, the next day, you have to start from scratch. You have to get all the momentum going again. You have to create a new scene, new characters, get them moving forward. Whereas when you leave off right before the end of a chapter, it's very easy just to complete that chapter and then keep that momentum forward. And I know I'm using this in the context of writing, but again, it truly does work in in all contexts. Now, let's circle back for a second because I wanted to talk about how we could use the the Sidegarnik effect to to superpower like the the creative process, right? However, most of us, again, we fall prey to the Zygarnik effect. It, it happens because we got distracted because things impose themselves on our on our world and we allowed them to let us get pulled into from the thing that we're working on into the into whatever the new distraction is and so because we all struggle with this here's a solution that i found very very impactful which is creating a second brain because all of those cognitive loops all those open cognitive loops and a lot of instances are not beneficial they're not helpful you don't need to be perseverating on 90 percent of the things that are cycling through your mind but your mind is perseverating because one, it doesn't want to forget what's in there. It, it thinks that it's important, right? And to some degree, maybe it is like, oh, you need to go to the grocery store and you need to get the carrots or you need to make a doctor's appointment. Those things are important to a degree, but they're not things that you need to be perseverating on. Your brain doesn't need to be using up cognitive bandwidth just for the sake of not forgetting the thing. And so this is where creating a second brain or having a place that we can take the ideas out of our mind and document them, whether that's in a journal, whether that's in a sauna, whether that's in Notion or some some other kind of to-do list tracker um, software that can help you get these ideas into a place where you're confident you're not going to lose them. And, and an interesting thing happens when your mind is no longer holding on to all these loose ends, thinking like, oh, if I if I lose this one, I'm, I'm going to forget about it entirely. Your brain once it has the security of knowing, okay, the grocery list is on the to-do list, the doctors think all my to-dos are there, I don't need to hold bandwidth, your mind becomes quiet, life becomes quiet, and you find a lot more peace, you find a lot of more, more a lot more focus in the tasks that you're doing, because 
You're not trying to juggle 20 different things in the back of your mind while also trying to stay present in the thing that you're doing. And so I find the second brain tactic as a very, very powerful strategy. If you want to learn more about that, I, I go into the ins and outs of my particular second brain, which I use a combination of Asana, Notion, and then my remarkable notebook, or just, you know, sometimes it's a regular pen and paper notebook. If you want to learn more about that, uh, I I unpack it all in the hyperfocus masterclass, which you can learn about by going to beyondtheapex.com backslash hyperfocus. And that's pretty much all my systems for you know productivity and, and getting out of my own way. So hopefully you find that valuable. But that's the Zygarnik effect. It's a really cool principle that most of us, if we're not aware of it, it is it is um, not helping us. But if we can understand the the principles principles behind it. We can structure our day, our systems in a way that leverage it for maximum utility. And I think when you do that, you start to find that the creative process, which for most of us is very hard, very difficult to get into the flow. It just requires so much momentum and inertia. If we can use this Zygarnik effect, then it makes the whole process infinitely, not infinitely, but vastly easier. <laughs> infinitely would would be that's an, that's an insane multiple, so we're not, we're not going to talk in that kind of hyperbole. But uh, hopefully you got some value out of this, guys. Appreciate you being here as always. Looking forward to seeing you back here tomorrow. But until then, stay hyper-focused, my friend. Hey, guys. I love, love, love that you're listening to the podcast. I truly hope it's bringing you just a ton of value. But if you ever wanted to check out the video version of these podcasts, then you should head over to YouTube. You know, they're going to have more effects, more visual stuff like that. And that, that can help the message sometimes just hit a little bit different and you know reinforce the, the lesson in a better way so you can check that out it's completely free go over to youtube search for anthony vecino it'll pop up and if that's not what you're into then cool just enjoy the show and let's get to it